Hi, everybody. Dave Winder here with the Racer Report podcast presented by the Hoppound Brew Pub. Just one of the official podcast efforts of the Athletics Department of Murray State University, and I'm glad you're here today. So check out Podcast Central on GoRacers.com. You can also find that on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And that's where you'll find this podcast. Plus, we have a podcast of the Racer Report Live that we uh, will tell you about in just a moment. And the Running with the Racers podcast, where we have interviewed more than 60 Murray State Hall of Famers. Now, we hope you're enjoying the Racer Report. We launched this effort about a year ago this month. The Racer Report is news-driven. Anytime news breaks, we break in. And most weeks, there is an expanded news story. And I usually try to hit that one first expand on it a little bit, and then we get through the news of the week, so on and so forth. And a peek into the future. One thing I am working on, starting once basketball season is over, uh, well, I'm actually working on it now, but we'll start doing it when basketball season is over, and that's going to be to dive into the 100 seasons of history that we are celebrating for the Racers football program in 2024. Actually, I guess it would be 99 seasons of history since we haven't played the 100th yet we'll do that in the fall and hopefully making a lot of memories under rookie head coach jody wright who was introduced not long ago and we will be in this month of february uh, catching up with him to see how the first few weeks on the job have been going but today on the show we visit with the great caitlin young of murray state women's basketball who came to be a member of the Racers 2000 Point Club just last week. But first, let me tell you about the Hopound Brew Pub, the presenting sponsor of the Racer Report and Racer Report Live. Located in Murray, Kentucky, the Hopound Brew Pub is a unique restaurant. They've got great food and they are the place for craft beer, including, uh, well, they've got two uh, new creations. On the food side, they've got the Racer Burger, which is kind of a Cajun type sauce that goes with it. And then on the craft beer side, they've got the Racer Lager. Um, now, their food's great. We mentioned that. But you can get steaks, chicken, burgers, etc., barbecue at the, at the Hop Hound. And their staff has a great belief and commitment to the idea that food tastes better when you eat it with friends. And here's your invitation to join us on Mondays at noon as we record Racer Report Live at the Hop Hound Brew Pub. Uh, we started in football, of course, all the way through the football season. We have a little bit of a crossover in there where the basketball season gets going. Uh, and then once we get into basketball, we stay with it uh, all the way until our basketball teams are done. Uh, so be part of our live audience every Monday during the noon hour. And then you can hear the show Monday evenings at 6 on Froggy 103.7. And then, of course, as I mentioned, it gets posted right here on Racers Podcast, Podcast Central. And many thanks to the Hopbound Brew Pub for their presentation of the Racer Report. The record will show that on January 26, 2024, we witnessed a special moment when Murray State's Caitlin Young scored 27 points in a win over Southern Illinois, and she became the fifth member of the Murray State Women's Basketball 2,000-point club. I mean, I didn't know for sure because, honestly, I don't like looking up and seeing how many points I had, especially that game, because I knew I only needed, I think it was like 12 or 13 points, so I was just like, I'm just gonna score we're not gonna pay attention or anything but um the crowd kind of went crazy and that's kind of when I was like okay that's that was probably it <laughs> I'm sure it's beyond your wildest dreams you know coming out of high school that you'd be able to score 2,000 points yeah I definitely never would have thought about it I I was able to do it in high school but 
college is a different animal, and I just I I did not expect it honestly. So I'm kind of well, excited. Well, speaking of that, um, you know, we always talk about student athletes come here. Doesn't matter what the sport is, we want you to max out your abilities. And can you describe uh, the process of being able to to get better each year? I, I think you've done that. Um, yeah, I think it's just like really not settling, like just improving in any way possible. My freshman year, I didn't really have a 15. Well, I only had a 15 footer. I didn't have a three point shot. And I've just felt like I've started to like expand that and just continuously expanding your game in different ways, doing extra workouts, just doing whatever to get better. And as we get into the meat of Missouri Valley Conference play, we're reminded again that there are great players on every team and the racers are going to have to uh, play well to to win games. Got off to a great start, but now we're not even to the halfway point. Uh, Maybe just describe uh, the the team's focus over the next two weeks because you only have two Friday games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think our focus is really just um, locking in on Scout, you know, getting back to playing as a team, really. Um, getting to, at the beginning of the year, we were playing so well, and it was so much fun to watch. Just really getting back to that and getting to the basics, really. Always great to catch up with Caitlin Young against the Salukis. The Oakwood, Illinois native was 10 out of 19 from the field. She hit three three pointers, four of five from the free throw line for 27 points to go with seven rebounds, two assists, and one block shot. Now, the top tier of scoring in Murray State women's basketball history now looks like this. Of course, Sheila Smith from 1985 to 89 is our all time leader, 2000 to 87. Now, Young has 2000. 29, she passed Ashley Hayes uh, on that night when she got to 2000 and then uh, onward to 2029. Number three is Macy Turley, who just finished up last season. She's got 2057. Kashana James, our uh, latest women's basketball inductee into the Murray State Hall of Fame last summer. She's still playing in Europe and has uh, just over 2,100 points, 2,191, and then Sheila Smith. So sur- simply, uh, Caitlin Young does have a chance if she averages about 20 points the rest of the way, she could possibly catch the great Sheila Smith. Out of the five 2,000-point scorers in Murray State women's basketball history, three of those are in the Hall of Fame, Sheila Smith, Kashana James, Ashley Hayes, and Turley and Young will be sooner rather than later. Let's just say that. But Caitlin Young scoring 2,000 points, she also did the same thing in high school at Oakwood. I thought that was pretty cool, as she mentioned that a moment ago. But as for the team, they had their first home loss on Sunday to Missouri State, 84-74. The third quarter proved to be their bugaboo again as the Bears outscored the Racers 32-11. to Turnovers was the main problem for the Racers against the Bears. Coach Rochelle Turner talked about it Monday on the Racer Report Live with myself and Jeff Bidwell from the Hop Hound. We handed them the basketball 16 times. We, you know, gave them the basketball because we were dribbling too much or we're making bad passes. We set illegal screens. Uh, I thought of the 28 turnovers. Two of them were not turned. I, I didn't think that, that twice the two walks were called. I didn't feel like were walks. Sure. So that means 26 times we gave the other team the ball. <laughs> right. So, I mean, Still it just goes to tell you. And so uh, the way we play in the, in the possessions and the shots and things that we need to do, we can't get to our number if we if we give it back to them 28 times. And they took advantage of every turnover. Right. Every turnover led to points for them. And uh, that was what was most disappointing because we turned them over 26 times. 
So that's pretty darn good. I think that's probably the highest turnover rate we've had all year. Haven Ford won her first Valley Freshman of the Week honor this week, the freshman from Moorhead, Kentucky. Ford averaged 18 points, three assists, 3.5 rebounds, and she shot almost 58% from the floor, so congratulations to her. She's only going to get better. So with two weeks coming up with only two games, the Racers play Friday at Belmont, the following Friday uh, at SIU. And the Valley standings, Drake is now tied atop with Belmont, both at 8-1. and one. And the racers now seven and two. They're in they're in third place. Or actually Murray State is six and three with Illinois State in fourth place, and Missouri State uh, sits at, in third place at seven and two. So good luck to the women's basketball team this weekend. Now to the Murray State men. This week the racers have had a big uh, part of a, a couple of really tough losses because they had big second half leads but were just unable to bring those into the win column they, they lost saturday 60 to 58 to siu and then tuesday to illinois state 61 to 59 the racers now own seven in games this season decided by five points or less you know on the bright side of that that means they played really well for uh most of games they just haven't been able to finish these close games but just imagine if they're able to do that with nine games left in the season. As a matter of fact, on Saturday, uh, that was our our Tuesday. That was a tough loss to take to Illinois State. Uh, I was quizzing lots of my colleagues to ask them if they could guess on how many total minutes the racers had the lead in the eighty minutes of the SIU Illinois State games. And uh, keep in mind that. There were something like 10 ties in the Salukis game, so you don't get credit for leading when the game is tied. But totaling up the minutes, the racers had the lead. I came up with 65 minutes, 53 seconds. That's a lot of time to lead over two games. And SIU didn't take their lead and win the game until their final basket with three seconds left. The racers uh, led SIU by 20, couldn't bring it home. They had a 15-point lead against Illinois State Tuesday, couldn't get the win. Uh But on the other hand, in both of those games, they only trailed a little less than eight minutes the entire time in those two games. Since 2020, the Racers are 13-17 and in games of five points or less uh, on the winning margin. And in their six MVC losses, this just shows you how tough it is to win in this league and how much parity plays in all 12 teams. The Racers' average margin of defeat in their six Missouri Valley losses is just 5.8 points per game. So I'm around this team every day, and that was a gut punch on Tuesday night. Uh, But one thing about college basketball, as the games of the regular season become fewer and fewer, goals will be adjusted. Nine games remain. The racers will and must keep grinding to find that formula. Uh, Actually, they've got the formula. They just need to consistently do it for 40 minutes and take the game all the way to the end. So we know that when we get to St. Louis in March at Arch Madness, all 12 Valley teams go, and you never know what can happen. So now it's back-to-back road games for the racers. Saturday, going up to Cedar Falls to take on Northern Iowa. That's a 1 p.m. tip, by the way. Then on Tuesday, the racers will take off for Nashville and play Belmont Wednesday night and then come back home February 10th to host the Purple Aces of Evansville. We shall see if the racers can circle the wagons, and it would be great if they could get something done on Saturday up at Northern Iowa. And and staying here for a note about men's basketball, Isaiah Cannon was and remains one of the greatest players all time with the racers, inducted into the Murray State Hall of Fame 2016. At the same time, we retired his number three jersey, 
that hangs in the rafters at the CFSB Center. So we are very glad that he has, uh, did find his way from Biloxi, Mississippi. I used to say, how many Division One programs did Isaiah Cannon pass driving north from Biloxi to Murray? He, he passed quite a few. And you just go back and you look at Coach Billy Kennedy and Steve Prohm, his assistant at the time, uh, did a great job of convincing Isaiah that Murray State was the place for him. Isaiah Cannon was the 2010 OVC Freshman of the Year. He was part of that team that beat Vanderbilt in the NCAA tournament in San Jose when Denaro Thomas hit the shot. And then Cannon, of course, exploded in his junior season of 2011 and 12 as the Racers started the season as the final undefeated team in the nation, 23-0. This was Coach Prohm's rookie season as head coach, and the Racers were a national top 10 ranked team. So when Cannon finished up at Murray State, he was and still is the number five all-time leading scorer with 2,050 points. And for nine seasons, uh, he made, uh, or I'm sorry, in in four seasons, he made uh, the three-point basket record of 304. That stood for nine seasons until it was topped by a future Hall of Famer, Tevin Brown, in 2022. Cannon still remains as one of those that took a lot of threes, but he was also very accurate. He's the only racer with more than 500 three-point attempts to have a career average of more than 40%. His 419 clip is still number six at Murray State. So I say all that to bring up this. Isaiah Cannon is still getting it done professionally. It wasn't that long ago he was in Russia and had to get out of the country when the war broke out. Cannon is going to be 33 years old May 21st, and he's in his 11th pro season. He's playing in Greece with a great organization. Olympiasios is, I think, how they pronounce their team name. Uh, in the EuroLeague this week, Cannon scored 31 points in 31 minutes of playing time. Of course, we love to update when we can about our former racers. Uh, we have at least 20 of those guys still playing professional all, all around the world. And, of course, Ja Morant, Cameron Painter with the NBA's Grizzlies and Bucks. Of course, we keep track of them. But congratulations, Isaiah. That brought back a lot of memories this week when he pumped in 31 points in a win for his team in Greece. And as the indoor track and field season rolls on, the racers women's track and field program in Louisville this weekend at the Bellarmine Classic. Then they go back to Nashville February the 9th and 10th at the Music City Challenge at Vanderbilt. And it's all leading up to the Missouri Valley Indoor Championships February 25th and 26th in Chicago. The racers finished second in the indoor and second in the outdoor Last year, maybe 2024 will be their year. Murray State softball and baseball, they are tracking towards their seasons to open. Softball opens the season February 9th down at Athens, Georgia. Baseball at home at Reagan Field February 16th against Purdue-Fort Wayne. Tennis opened up last weekend in Paducah, Kentucky and defeated Austin P and SEMO. And this weekend, they go to Lipscomb down in Nashville on Saturday. Murray State rifle now to the OVC Championship this weekend at Moorhead State. And, of course, the Murray State spring golf seasons are coming soon. On Monday, the Murray State women's golf team travels to New Brunfels, Texas, to take part in the Texas State Invitational. And the Murray State men will take on Austin P in their annual Battle of the Border match play February 10th at Hopkinsville Kentucky Country Club. And you are updated. The Racer Report podcast is a production of the Athletics Department of Murray State University and proudly presented by the Hop Hound Brew Pub. This is Dave Winder, and hey, go Racers. <laughs>